Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 10, beginning on page 353. Why standest thou so far off, O Lord, and hidest thy face in the needful time of trouble? The ungodly, for his own lust, doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the crafty wiliness that they have imagined. For the ungodly hath made boast of his own heart's desire, and speaketh good of the covetous, whom the Lord abhorreth. The ungodly is so proud that he careth not for God neither is God in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight, and therefore defieth he all his enemies. For he hath said in his heart, Tush, I shall never be cast down. There shall no harm happen unto me. His mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and fraud. Under his tongue is ungodliness and vanity. He sitteth lurking in the thievish corners of the streets, and privily in his lurking dens doth he murder the innocent. His eyes are set against the poor. For he lieth waiting secretly, even as a lion lurketh he in his den, that he may ravish the poor. He doth ravish the poor, when he getteth him into his net. He falleth down and humbleth himself that the congregation of the poor may fall into the hands of his captains. He hath said in his heart, Tush, God hath forgotten. He hideth away his face, and he will never see it. Arise, O Lord God, and lift up thine hand. Forget not the poor. Wherefore should the wicked blaspheme God, while he doth say in his heart, Tush, thou God carest not for it. Surely thou hast seen it, 
For thou beholdest ungodliness and wrong, that thou mayest take the matter into thy hand. The poor committeth himself unto thee, for thou art the helper of the friendless. Break thou the power of the ungodly and malicious. Search out his ungodliness until thou find none. The Lord is king forever and ever, and the heathen are perished out of the land. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the poor. Thou preparest their heart, and thine ear hearkeneth. To help the fatherless and poor unto their right, that the man of the earth be no more exalted against them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 14th verse of the 20th chapter of the book of Numbers. Now Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom. Thus says your brother Israel, you know all the hardship that, that has befallen us, how our fathers went down to Egypt, and we dwelt in Egypt a long time, and the Egyptians afflicted us and our fathers. When we cried out to the Lord, he heard our voice and sent the angel and brought us up out of Egypt. Now here we are in Kadesh, a city on the edge of your border. Please let us pass through your country. We will not pass through fields or vineyards, nor will we drink water from wells. We will go along the king's highway. We will not turn aside to the right hand or to the left until we have passed through your territory. Then Edom said to him, You shall not pass through my land, lest I come out against you with the sword. So the children of Israel said to him, we will go by the highway, and if I or my livestock drink any of your water, then I will pay for it. Let me only pass through on foot, nothing more. Then he said, You shall not pass through. So Edom came out against them with many men and with a strong hand. Thus Edom refused to give Israel passage through his territory. So Israel turned away from him. Then the children of Israel, the whole congregation, journeyed from Kadesh and came to Mount Hor. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Mount Hor, by the border of the land of Edom, saying, Aaron shall be gathered to his people, for he shall not enter the land which I have given to the children of Israel, because you rebelled against my word at the water of Meribah. Take Aaron and Eleazar his son, and bring them up to Mount Hor, and strip Aaron of his garments, and put them on Eleazar his son. For Aaron shall be gathered to his people and die there. So Moses just did just as the Lord commanded, and they went up to Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation. Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and put them on Eleazar his son, and Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. Now when all the congregation saw that Aaron was dead, all the house of Israel mourned for Aaron thirty days. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. 
Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praise and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 67th verse of the first chapter of St. Luke. Now his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. So the child grew and became strong in spirit, and was in the deserts till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate on page 15. O be joyful, the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. <clears throat> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who has given unto us thy servant's grace by the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity, and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity, we beseech thee that thou wouldest keep us steadfast in this faith, and evermore defend us from all adversities, who livest and reignest one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Our story from Numbers is, again, we, we look at this wilderness wandering, the journey of the children of Israel from Egypt through the Red Sea waters, which was the sort of type of baptism, into the wilderness and onto the promised land is, is a type of the Christian life. We see the kinds of temptations that are uh, faced there. And so today, in today's story, it hints at two kinds of temptations that we can face or, or tests maybe more uh, clearly is first, you know, when we're discouraged because um, we don't get the support that we'd like to get or the help, in fact, somebody makes our life doubly hard because the um the the unwillingness of edom to let israel pass through means they have to go over this very arduous mountain range and it's going to add a lot of hardship and labor to the journey and so it's like when we're you know living life and um there's some easy thing could happen. Someone could just help us out a little bit. And instead of saying that, they say, you know, no, not only that, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm going to make it harder for you. And then with the with the death of, of Aaron, um, you know, the, it says they mourned him. You know, this happens to us in the Christian life where people we look to as leaders. Um, you know, they're not always, you know, everyone gets old and goes away and all of a sudden people we count on, they're gone. Those two unique kinds of discouragements in the spiritual life where we, 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 we encounter an obstacle that makes life harder and um, sometimes we, 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 you know, lose spiritual guides that, that we counted on. And um, we noticed throughout the wilderness wanderings that the, the, the tendency of the children of Israel is to murmur. That's the biblical word, which means grumble and complain to turn that hardship into what's God, you know, why is God doing this and take us back to Egypt. And, and that is reflected in our lives by our tendencies to, you know, yeah, why is God doing this to me? And, 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 you know, and, and to point fingers at, 
you know, the leaders took us the wrong way or uh, whatever it is, uh, somebody else in our life we can blame for what's going on. And I think this is doubly uh, a problem in, in the modern Western world where we just have come to have a sense of entitlement. You know, God, you know, we're supposed to have these things. And so when they taken away from us, we, we, we tend to grumble. So the faith, the, 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 what, we're, what we learn um, in, in this circumstance, we take it over into our New Testament lesson uh, uh, where Zacharias is, is uttering Benedictus in praise of the birth of John the Baptist. Um, and the Benedictus talks about Christ being a light, a light in the darkness. Uh, and um, when we see these, these obstacles we face, losses and hardships, as opportunities not to complain, but to turn to God more fully. Um, you know, John, the, the central message of John the Baptist, this, this child born is going to be repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And rather than to, to, to move away from our natural human tendency to complain, to blame, to, you know, to, to uh, get angry and bitter, and instead uh, be open to what God is going to do in us in, in these circumstances where we're going to have to climb over the mountain then rather than just go straight the straight path. And this can purify our motives and, and it, it, it um, and can uh, lead us to a, a greater place of trust and surrender because what happens is we have to let go of things. We wanted things to be a certain way. We wanted to go on this pathway and it was a good plan. That's clearly the best way to get to where they're going, but they're not going to be able to go there. <clears throat> and so we're going to go another way. We didn't want to go this harder. So we have to let go of the good thing we wanted but didn't get. And we have to embrace the good that God has given us in the harder way. And we have, that's a surrender, a letting go, and a trusting that somehow God's going to work out as good through the harder way. And then when we, <clears throat> when we, you know, when we, when we over time lose, say, guides and leaders that we counted on, it means that we're, you know, um, it's our turn to step up and, and to be more mature. And this is a, a, a central theme of, of the spiritual life that in our culture, we often see challenge or hardship as a sign that something's wrong. But uh, in the scriptures and, and in our way of looking at the spiritual life, challenge and hardship are opportunities to grow stronger in faith. And we know that nobody ever really becomes stronger at anything without being challenged. And it's, so the analogy, you don't, you know, you don't get stronger by let me go to the gym and do the really easy workout. I just do lightweights and everything just kind of cruise through. You, you only get stronger when you challenge yourself. And so life challenges us. We say, why is God doing this to us? And I don't think God is, is strictly doing things to us. Life in a fallen world is what life in a fallen world is. What God is actually doing is being present with us in it. And being present with us in it, it redeems it. It can become something that in and of itself is just pain and hardship. It becomes an opportunity for the life within us to grow stronger and to trust more and to surrender. That word surrender is big uh, because, you know, that, that again, we want to, if only we could go on that easy path when we're told we have to go over the mountain, we have to let go, trust that the harder path is the path that God is really going to work in our lives. And we see throughout the New Testament that this has proven to be so. 
whether it be the story of the Annunciation or here the story of the birth of John the Baptist when people trust God and let go of their own plan and embrace his, um, God is always faithful to, to do his good in our lives. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of man on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in the unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Father John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Bye. 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 Bye.